All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of What's What VR. We have another very special guest with us coming back to us again for a second time. Lieutenant Governor Billy Dungesser. How are you, sir? Doing great. Awesome. And I I tell everybody, but I really mean it in your case, you got more important things to do than to talk to me. So I appreciate you taking some time, kind of filling us in on what's going on and kind of what's it life, you know, kind of in your world right now. So uh, to date us and just to talk about the elephant in the room, you know, to put us there, we are one day removed of moving over to phase three, which is great news, you know, for everybody, I think, for the state and moving forward. But what's that mean kind of from your side of things? You know, well, I think it helps us see light at the end of the tunnel. This past Friday, I was able to meet with all the fairs and festival teams here in Baton Rouge as they look ahead and plan many that were canceled in the past year, rescheduling later this year or into next year, what does the fair and festival season look like? And I think going to phase three gives everyone hope that those numbers will continue to head south in a short amount of time. Uh, our doors will be fully wide open so we can have those large outdoor events to draw people and help support small communities all over Louisiana. And, and I'm one of those that is cautiously optimistic we're headed in that direction. That's awesome. I think it's good news. I've told everybody I've talked to over the last couple, I feel like there's been a shift over just the last couple of weeks. You know, you know, two months ago, people, I think we're still talking, you know, what's going to happen or when and when it'd be nice. Now I'm hearing more of, you know, things are going to happen. You know, things are opening again. This is, you know, it's kind of that, that movement that this is that, sigh that you know things are going to open there's things to go do now and people are talking about not in the hypothetical anymore so yeah absolutely i think you know more people are getting the vaccination a lot of people that have gotten covid are recovering so less and less people are out there that are going to be exposed to it so obviously that will help trend the numbers down and if people continue to wear their masks uh, I think we're headed for, for a good place uh, for Louisiana and for tourism as a whole. And hopefully those numbers will continue to head south and the doors will open and, and we can look forward to getting back to somewhat normal uh, activities. Absolutely. Well, I would like to beat up on the COVID, but just, you know, from the quick, you know, kind of talk point here, you know, we just had another, you know, CARES Act jump through. We've got $5.2 billion looks like it's making its way, you know, to Louisiana. Does that, where do you see that falling kind of in your, you know, your world, your wheelhouse, you know, where's that, you know, does that hitting the places we want it to? Well, hopefully so, you know, first and foremost, we want to make sure those industries and people that have lost their jobs uh, get their uh, stimulus checks. But, but on top of that, uh, it's going to be important to get some of that money uh, to the marketing and promotion of the state. In the last round, we were able to get $5 million. We gave right over $4 million out directly to all the convention and visitor bureaus, to the restaurant association, to the brewery trail, to the charter fishermen. We made sure we got that money out to people at no best how to promote their area, their town, their city. And then a little bit of money we kept in-house here, we set up a portal where everyone could share their stories. And we also use some of that money for research. So we will know exactly 
when and where we need to promote to get the most bang for our buck as the doors open back up. For instance, we've been promoting staycation and a drive market. It has been greatly successful in getting people to drive to Louisiana. Uh, we still offer if you stay three nights at a state park, you get the fourth night free. That has helped us have our best year ever at our state parks, getting people in that drive market. We know people are not traveling by plane yet, so we're not going to waste money in that market, nor are we ready to open our doors to the international market. So we've got to watch those markets closely and be ready to market there when the uh, timing is right. Yeah, you talk, you know, one thing we touched last time, we talked a little bit, you know, with the state parks, you know, there's been incredible improvements, you know, that you guys have been pushing, you know, through. And I think it's a shame that people don't know all of this, that, you know, we have state parks that are vacation destinations amongst themselves that you can get to that people from all over the world want to come to, but we just won't get in the car and drive 45 minutes to go see it. Absolutely. You know, we put last year, we put new sand on all the beaches at the parks. We just opened 12 miles of new Mike uh, mountain bike trails at Bogachitta. Uh, you can go horseback riding at Bogachitta. We have canoeing, tubing. Uh, we're in the process or advertising for more private public partners. Um, but we're also looking to start doing more now that we're getting to open up a little bit and get out more special events. Uh, we, in the past, have had man enough to be a Girl Scout, where we went out and teach the girls how to fish. Um, we've had Derek Hoffman, a professional bass fisherman, host some clinics with kids around the parks, teaching them how to fish. So we want to do more of those things to get people to take their children out to the state parks and enjoy all the great things that we have to do there. We now have glamping, where if you don't want to invest in all this camping equipment, all you need is your sleeping bag or, or sheets, but you can go out. We've got a tent on a wooden platform, queen size bed uh, that you can rent at many of the state parks. It's been so successful, we're adding new sites as we speak. And if you're adventurous, you can take a canoe out to an island and glamp on an island, or you can go three miles through a trail to a campsite in the woods. Or if you're like me, I want to pull up right next to my glamping site, get out in my car and step right in the tent. But uh, that's just a new way to get out and enjoy our state parks by glamping or you can rent a cabin. And we're working hard to get direct sewage to all of our, our sites, something we never had before. So if you've got a camper, you don't have to carry it in your camper to a site to dump it. You've got direct sewage right at those sites. We've got new bathrooms at many of the sites. The water pads for children are working. And, um, and we're looking forward to adding new things uh, all year to make the visit that much more enjoyable. It's funny that first, when you were talking about, you know, these the sites you don't have to have all the gear. I was talking with somebody the other day and it's almost, pardon the, you know, analogy, but you know, going to the gym, people say they don't want to go to the gym and then they finally join the gym. It's like, well, why aren't you going to the gym? It's like, well, I gotta go get a water bottle. I gotta go get a bag. I gotta go do this. And I gotta go, it's like, no, you just gotta go. Now, you know, it's, if you're just gonna go camp a couple times, you, you don't have to go buy all the gear, you know, it's, 
you guys have set this up to where it's kind of a no brainer at this point, like drive to it, try it out. If you don't like it, if anything, drive back, but you didn't have to go invest all the money in the gear, you know, to be able to do it. And so, yeah, we we're seeing that widely being used by first time campers. And, um, and I think that'll help a lot of people that enjoy it really make that part of their, um, their, their travel now that they'll start camping around and taking advantage of all the state parks. How we've got an incredible, the state parks that we have, we've got to have, you know, more than most, right. You know, and more variety, I think would pretty much almost anybody. Well, yeah, the thing I, I think that's special about our parks is you've got some like Boga shit has got a cliff into a beautiful river. You can tube in. We've got some beautiful lakes. The fishing is incredible. Uh, one of our parks each, even has rainbow trout that was stocked by wildlife and fishery. You got Toledo Bend, which was the number one bass fishing lake in the world two years in a row. And, and some of the, the, the cabins and the scenery is incredible. Uh, we've got a thousand year old tree at Shamanahawk that you can actually canoe inside. People have come from all over the country to do a selfie in that, in that hollowed out tree in the swamps. Uh, just unique things that you just don't get everywhere uh, right here in Louisiana. So, uh, and it's family friendly and safe. And that's what we pride ourselves uh, that these parks are a safe place for your kids to go and really enjoy themselves. And I think that's important for, you know, I've talked, I write a column <clears throat> every month. And if I look back over the times, it seems like I get into this running theme of, I'm a tech guy through and through. We're using technology to talk, you know, to each other. And I love it. And my house is automated and, you know, it's, but there's something to be said for just going outside and sweating. You know, I grew up in the age where my mother, you know, it's summertime. She told me, you know, go outside, come back when the street lights come on. And if you're thirsty, there's a spigot on the side of the house. You know, that was, <laughs> that's, and I think, you know, some of the kids miss this. I'm not the screen time Nazi guy, you know, I, my kids can do what they want on, you know, the iPad. I don't restrict that, but there's certain things and certain skills. And I think confidence people build to where you can take your kids out and show them, you know, let's build a fire or let's go, you know, let me teach you how to tie. You know, it frustrated me when my boys were young, they didn't want to touch the worm, you know, and put it on the hook. And I'm like, no, we're not doing this. And then I pulled my daughter into it. And I'm like, you're going to learn too. You know, this is, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's, it builds some of that family, the memories. Like I can remember the squeal that she made when she touched the worm. And then now I can see where she grabs the towel and takes the fish off the hook for the boys. You know, you miss that if you're just staring at a screen all day. Absolutely. You know, the parks give uh, people a chance to get outdoors. And, uh, you know, we've got fishing piers. We've got great campsites and walking trails galore and, and a lot of birds and some of the parks in North Louisiana have actually spotted bear uh, in those parks. So um, it's, it's getting out in nature, enjoying it, getting off the computer. And, um, and we're seeing more and more people taking up mountain bike riding. Uh, RV sales are through the roof. People yeah. are canoeing. You can actually rent canoes at several of the parks now. So um, you don't have to invest a lot. Uh, if you go out to the parks, we have these activities you can do there. And then if you really enjoy them, then you can invest in your own equipment to uh, to do it more often. 
Yeah, I tell, you know, I'm just, before we jump, I had a couple of things I wanted to talk with you about, but just to beat that and drive that home, hopefully for people to understand, for all of us, if we all took a minute, you know, I challenge everybody to think back, you know, on those kind of either memories with your kids or with your parents or family, like, what were you doing? You know, what was it? And rarely, I think anybody's going to come up with, oh, I remember that time we were at the restaurant and my kid's face was down staring at their phone, you know, or we all sat on the couch and we were all just looking at our phones together. That was such a good time. It's always, it's our culture here in South Louisiana. You know, it's our culture to do things, to go experience. It's to get the funnel cake at the fair. It's to wait in line. It's like to jump in the mud puddle you know, and just to get covered in, you know, mud, you know, and to go, you know, ride four wheelers through the parks and, you know, do those things. Those are the things that I grew up in. Those are the memories that never comes. I don't have, I don't have them where it's the, you know, we watched the show, you know, on TV and it was great. Not that I'm knocking that stuff, but it's people. And I bring that up before we move to kind of challenge everybody to take advantage. Like you said, you've got a three night, you know, get the fourth night free, but if you want those memories, you have to actually make those and stop making excuses, you know, get up and go. It's, you know, you're not just going to all of a sudden go, man, that was a great, you know, experience. And it just, you magically showed up there. You just got to go online, find a place, book a room, book a cabin, book a spot and enjoy it. You know, it's, it's your family. You're not going to get the time again. And you guys, thanks to your leadership, I can, you know, the investments have been made, you know, to do that to where, you know, I would equate, you know, some of what you're doing. There's an old story that I've heard, and I believe it was George Steinbrenner, you know, with the Yankees. We brought everybody in and said, you know, what are we in the business of? And people would say, oh, well, we parked the cars and, you know, I'm in the business of concessions and I'm in the business of that. And he stopped everyone and said, no, you're completely wrong. We're in the business of making memories, you know, of the smell of the, you know, the grass, the crack of the bat you know, all those things that's, you know, when you guys are putting safety, you know, barriers up or cleaning the parks or bringing the sewer, you know, it's not about like, Hey, we're in the sewer business. It's like, no, we're building an experience for families to go enjoy in our state and to bring people to our state to enjoy that as well. So I think people really need to think of it like that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I tell you, we get letters all the time about people that go out and didn't realize how beautiful the parks were. Um, camping, building a, a, a fire at night, uh, or walking along the beach of Lake Pontchartrain when the sun's setting. Those special moments, uh, it really it hits home when you get notes or pictures back from people uh, telling you they didn't realize how beautiful the parks were and they were glad they got out and enjoyed them. Absolutely. Well, tell me, there is a lot going on. You know, I'm looking through some things. Um, I know you were very instrumental in helping, you know, down in Lake Charles and going through all that stuff. You know, there's some, we're having a spring cleaning, you know, that we're looking for some volunteers for, you know, to get down there and help. Right. Right. Well, you know, absolutely. Uh, Lake Charles area all the way down to Cameron is still cleaning up. There's still a lot of debris. Um, we've been over several times, volunteer Louisiana, everything from gutting homes to cleaning up neighborhoods. Now they're making a real push just to clean up uh, all the area that needs cleaning up. And um, and we're asking people, even if you can't get over there for that cleanup um, assignment, to go out in your neighborhood and, and, and just clean up a part of Louisiana. Through this shutdown, 
Uh, a lot of people have not been out, but we still have litter all over Louisiana. And I look forward to one day when we can not have litter or talk about litter in Louisiana. Because uh, as we all know, when you go to a park or turn on a highway or enter a community, if it's litter free, it gives you a whole warm, fuzzy feeling than seeing that litter all over the streets. So we're really making an effort now to clean up Louisiana. Uh, they're, they're asking people to use the hashtag um, spring clean LC for Lake Charles as people are going to different areas of Lake Charles and just getting out there and helping clean up Lake Charles that still has a lot of debris spread out all over uh, from the hurricane. And I tell you, when volunteers show up to help in an area, especially an area that has been devastated like, like Lake Charles, it really means so much to the local people to see people coming out and helping in their community. I know from someone that rode out Katrina 14 miles from the eye, it was those volunteers that showed up to help that helped bring, keep you going um, immediately after the storm and even years after as they show up to continue to help get your community back up and running and cleaning up that community. Absolutely. What's well, what's going on? Uh, you know, we're early March to date ourselves a little bit, you know, but there's some, you know, the Grammys a live event, you know, that I'm hearing rumblings or. Yeah. Well, you know, what we're doing is um, we're celebrating Grammys virtually. We always have local musicians. Uh, this year is no uh, exception, several nominees. Um, and so we're taking Louisiana kind of a virtual thing, Tuesday, March 9th at 7 p.m. Um, and it gives people a chance to celebrate the Grammys right here from Louisiana. And, um, and we try to do something every year to honor those past winners and the people that are nominated this year. So on March 9th at 7 o'clock, uh, you can tune in on Facebook or YouTube. And, um, and we're going to celebrate the Grammys right here in Louisiana. There we go. Well, you guys, there's, you know, one other, we've got the Louisiana Civil Rights Trail is .com, the website is launched now, right? You know, I yes. think we touched a little bit on this before, but. Right. We, we launched it. We wanted to launch it in Black History Month, which is February. We had originally planned to go out and host events around the state. Uh, we have 19 sites identified for those markers will be installed. Uh, but we wanted to wait till we could have a big celebration in person. There were so many people over the last two years. We went around the state, interviewed people, held public meetings to get the history here in Louisiana. And we joined the other Southern states, uh, which has been a big draw in Alabama, Mississippi, well, that trail will now continue into Louisiana, and we think will give us a not only a great edu educational tool, but will also be a large draw for tourism uh, in the future. Um, these first sites were picked out of thousands. Um, it's, it's a work in progress where we'll continue to add sites and things that have happened to Louis around Louisiana uh, during the civil rights movement. So much of that uh, was launched right here in Louisiana. So we thought it important to highlight those people and places 
that played a role in that historical time. That's amazing. Well, tell me, we've got what we didn't think, you know, we're very close to the one year anniversary of kind of us all getting, you know, kind of locked, you know, down as we say, you know, but it's, we've got some national events though, that are coming, you know, that we are going to be, you know, seeing here that we've got some things from, you know, boxing championships to, you know, Bayou class, you know, this is, this is you guys work. This is the efforts, you know, what's happening. These things don't just happen by themselves. Well, we thought it was important to bring back events as soon as possible, even in a limited matter. The Bayou Classic will be in Shreveport. Uh, we've got the Olympic trials for boxing in Shreveport. Uh, we've, we've actually got dates uh, for the French Quarter Fest and Jazz Fest later this year. We thought it was important to try to reach out, lean forward. Hopefully our doors will be completely back open to where those events won't have to be scaled back, but at least we've got a date. We see light at the end of the tunnel. We've got the Zurich Classic planned uh, in April, which is broadcast around the country, around the world. And hopefully we'll be able to let people enjoy that event as well. But as many of these events, fairs, festivals, that we can set a date and get started working on having a successful event uh, and hopefully we won't have to scale back the crowds, but if we do, we can still host those events with a limited amount of people wearing their mask and, and, and see something start to come and, and that we can start looking at somewhat normal times again. So uh, people have been working very hard on what events can be held, how far do we reach out and plan them to make sure when the doors are open, We've got some things already in the works that we can get back to normal as soon as possible. That's well. You said the Zurich Classic. I don't think even if we were at one hundred twenty percent capacity, we could get into that thing. That's <laughs> yeah, that's a, a good shot on that one either way. But it's good to see that we've got it, you know, coming. Um, and I think it's encouraging just to see that we're talking about it. It just seemed, you know, three months ago, it didn't seem like we were, people would even consider it, you know. And now we're actually. You know, things are on the books, things are moving. And I think that's what that's what this is about, right? It's getting the economy kind of moving again. It's getting people, you know, back out into the culture that we chose to live in, you know, getting into the parks, getting out to, you know, some of these events, you know, working together, you know, as I said, building those memories again. So, Absolutely. You know, it's one thing to get the doors back open, but we've been leaning forward to make sure as those doors are back open, we're filling that calendar as soon as possible. Louisiana Land Yap. You know, we've offered free Louisiana seafood and a local band and musician to any group that moves their event. They're looking to reschedule. Might have been canceled last year. And we're looking to book those events. So as we're able to host these events, we're filling the calendar as quickly as possible all over Louisiana. So we're not crawling back into those record-breaking tourism numbers we bounce back as quickly as possible. That is gonna be so important that we do that, knowing that getting these businesses back open is one thing, but we've gotta make sure they're making money as soon as possible because they can only hold on uh, half full for so long. So that's why it's so important that we fill that calendar as soon as possible with as many events and in many areas of the state as we can 
so those businesses are back profitable and that just opened up. Yeah, you mentioned, you know, sitting at half capacity, you know, I don't know. I know I'm not in the restaurant business, but I know these venues and these bars, you know, they're not, they're, their model's not based on, you know, 100% capacity. It's based on turnover. And so if you're at a 50% capacity, you know, you've got to turn over, you know, four times as much to get back to where you were. And so, you know, it's, it's hard for these guys. And I think that's, but what makes it easier, you know, brings it is when it's the domino effect. I think it's kind of the way that we fell, you know, one thing closed, the next thing closed, the next thing closed. And so we're doing it in reverse now where one, you know, event, you know, opens up, which everybody right around that event, you know, they get a little bit more then they've got a little bit more to spread and then somebody else and it goes to the next event. And so, you know, I think we can do this as a state, as a culture. I think it's, if we do it right, you know, the right way, you know, I think somebody, um, you know, it's, we, you know, you wear your mask, you social distance. And then I heard somebody say it the other day, you know, from Louisiana, you know, just wash your hands. Like you got to take a contact out like FDA crawfish, you know, it's, <laughs> if everybody would do that, we'd have no problem. So. <laughs> That's a great way of putting it. Um, so, well, look, uh, I think this is amazing. I did want to follow up because we did talk before because I've got a vested interest personally. What um, we talked about the pier, you know, that's going out that longest pier last time we talked. Um, that's going out, I think it was, was it in Grand Isle or like out in Venice? I can't right. remember where it was, like 400 feet. Is that? In Grand Isle. Grand Isle. That, okay. That's one of our projects that we were able to get with some of the BP money to extend that pier, light it. So you'll actually be able to catch fish off the end of it. Over time, that pier, it's gotten so shallow, um, you're not really fishing at the end of that pier. Now it'll be in deeper water where you should be able to catch fish and it'll be lit. So we'll be able to do night fishing. Uh, it'll really be a nice place for people that don't have a boat to fish right there in the Gulf of Mexico from Grand Isle State Park. That's that's what I heard. And that's coming, we, it's still underway. So we didn't lose, you know, any movement there really. No, it's still working. Uh, we've gone out to bid, construction's underway. And hopefully later this year, we'll be cutting a ribbon on that new fishing pier. I'm gonna be there with you when you cut it, so. Well, look, sir, I appreciate the time. I know you've got a million things to do. And like I said, we get, you got a, more important people to talk to than me. And I appreciate you taking some time to fill us in. The work that's being done, I can't thank you enough on the state park side of things. You know, I know everybody's, you know, everybody's got questions, you know, hopefully you're doing well as well. So hope that's, you know, good. Anything we can help you with, we'd love to do it. You're helping everybody else. I appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Have a great day. And remember, get out and staycation and visit Louisiana. Visit a part of Louisiana you haven't seen. I promise you won't be disappointed. Absolutely. People want to do it from all over the world. Just get in the car and just drive for, you know, an hour and a half. You'll find something. So thank, thank you, sir. you. Have a great day. You too.